everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. So I am kind of going back in time a little bit because I'm recording this on my phone. I know like now that I have an actual microphone, it's kind of a huge faux pas that I'm having to go back to this way. But the reason I am just for this episode and hopefully just for a small little time being is because I am working a dance competition like I normally do and things are a little bit behind. So I figured to kind of keep up with the timing wise that I would do a little bit of the intro here and maybe finish up with the actual microphone, maybe not. Um, The people are actually pulling in right now with all of our trucks so we could unload stuff, but I wanted to get a jump start on it because, you know, I want to make sure that the episode gets out tonight. And yeah, so I will save an update of what's going on with me for the next segment because It is a little bit more detailed than I can describe right this instant, but yeah, so that's that. Okay, so I am back at home and I am using my microphone, but honestly, I was like listening to the audio that I did on my phone in the car earlier and it didn't sound that bad like props to apple i guess for having good microphone quality um but yes i am now back at home so i hopped on and improperly recording now with my microphone here so yes where i left off you know a little update on me so i (laughs) am no longer available for dating. You can only hate me now, but I hope you don't. But do not get discouraged. There will be plenty more episodes in the future. I still have a lot of stories up my sleeve. I want to have some more guests on. And of course, kind of like this week's episode, I really want to, you know, get your feedback, hear your stories, know what you guys want to hear about and kind of talk about that from my perspective and give my advice. Um, because I'm assuming if you're asking me these questions, you would like to know my opinion on them. That's just me assuming, you know what they say about assuming, but you know, if you're coming at me with it, I figure you would want to hear my opinion. Um, so yeah, that is what's new in my life. Um, very exciting. I am very hopeful for the future, but yes, um, (laughs) no more fresh dating stories from me. However, there will definitely come a time when you hear an episode in regards to the person I am now seeing. Um, I just have to decide when is the best time to unleash that episode. And yeah, I am really happy like I said, hoping for the best, hoping I don't have to endure any more (laughs) dates that don't work out since this seems to be working out very well. 
But yeah, so that's kind of what's new with me. Obviously, from the first segment to I am working a dance event this weekend. Luckily, it is here local, so not any crazy traveling involved, which is nice. And I'm sure my dog appreciates that as well. And besides that, um, Valentine's Day was a little crazy for me. I don't know if it was crazy for anybody else, but I had went out with some friends for brunch and I haven't been out in a while. And bottomless mimosas equals very, very intoxicated, Nicole. Um, and that's a little bit of an understatement. I may or may not have broken someone's leg. I definitely did. Um, and it was an accident. But yeah, like, let's just, let's just leave it there. Like that kind of accurately sums up that whole day. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys had a good Valentine's day as well. I know last episode, I was hoping that you had a good Super Bowl and Valentine's day. And I'm sure if you're here in Tampa, you had a great Super Bowl since they ended up winning. I know everybody was super stoked on that. And then, yeah, Valentine's Day was the next weekend up. So I hope everybody enjoyed their time. For this week's episode, you know, I decided to kind of get your feedback and see what you wanted to discuss. I was hoping, you know, someone had this like long story or, you know, a longer instance that they would want me to talk about. But it was more of like kind of short sweet, simple things. So I'll throw in the ones that I got feedback from you guys. I'll throw them all in here. I think there was like four or so. Um, I did get a long, crazy story from someone, but they do not want to be named. And I told them I would not discuss it on the podcast because they did not want that to end up happening, even though I keep it anonymous. So I did get a long story, but I can't tell you about it. Um, And then, yeah, so it's just going to be like an easygoing episode this week. I wish I had something super, super exciting. I mean, for me, not dating anymore is pretty exciting to some extent. Like if you know me or if you've listened to some of my more like lovey-dovey episodes, I am like a hopeless – can't even speak. I am a hopeless romantic. So – yeah, like I like being in a relationship. It's just, I don't settle. So that's why it's taking a while. But yeah, so let's jump into your questions and feedback and get you guys some answers. Okay, so let's begin here. First question is, what above all else is the most important thing about a person? And for this question, obviously a lot, a lot of things come to mind about what's important when you're choosing a person and the person you want to be with. And I thought about it and my answer to this question would be compassion. And I'll tell you why. So all of the other little details that I would want to also include, like honesty, loyalty, you know, kindness, 
things like that, I think can all be encompassed in compassion. Because when you have compassion for someone else, you want to do all the things that I just mentioned. You want to be honest. You want to be loyal. You want to be kind. You want to, you know, treat them in a way that puts them, I don't want to say on a pedestal because like you don't want to put somebody on a pedestal because a lot of times you'll start acting a certain way that you don't want to act either. But when you're compassionate towards somebody, you care about their feelings, you care about what you're doing to them. And so in return, you also get those other things that I mentioned, if that makes sense. So I would say that compassion is the most important thing to me because I am also, I feel like a very compassionate person. And so I wouldn't want somebody that, you know, isn't on the same page with me about that. Like I dated a guy and he spilt stuff on the floor and he acted like he wasn't going to pick it up and stuff. And I was just like, you should probably pick that up. And he literally looked at me and said, that's not my job. And I went off. If you know me, like certain things like trigger me and I just like start going off. I was just like, that's not even the point of it. Like the point is to be a decent human being and like pick up after yourself and like just care that like you made a mess, you can just as easily quick like pick it up. Like it wasn't like a spill, like it was literally just like a piece of food and like come on, it's not that hard to just pick it up, set it somewhere else. Like yeah, you're not getting paid to do that, but it's just called being a decent human being. So that's just like instance popping in my head when I thought about that. But Compassion, I would say, is the most important thing that I look for in a person because it encompasses all those other things that I mentioned before, which are also important in a relationship and be, with being some, with someone. Next up, this says summer love. Best love you'll ever have. Enjoy for two to three months, yet you know it's going to end. So summer love. I... I only think things like this, like summer love, these boxes, like summer love is a box. And I think the only way relationships or circumstances or anything like that gets put in those boxes is by you. Yes, it's the time of the year. Yes, summer is normally the time that a lot of people are single and just having fun. It's not cupping season, you know, but just because you have this summer love doesn't mean it has to end when the summer's over. Like if you want it to, yeah, then it does. But if you don't want it to, then make it permanent. Like it doesn't have to be summer love. Like it's only summer love in the literal sense that you guys met in the summertime. Like even if they don't live in the area, that can definitely be worked through. It's not totally impossible. Like some people like to say, is it difficult? 100%. Can it be done? Also 100%. So I would say 
don't make summer love a box that this relationship is in and you're like, oh, you know, like it was an amazing two to three months, but it's going to end. Like it's only going to end if you make it end or if they make it end. So like if you don't want it to end, then have that conversation and extend it past summer love. It could turn into yearly love. It could turn into marital love. Like there's so many possibilities. So I would say stop putting things in a box in this instance, like I said, summer love and just go with the flow. Enjoy your time. Even if it does end, just be happy that it happens. And if you don't want it to end, then you have to work to make it continuously happen. Relationships take work, even if they are good relationships, like emotionally, it should be easy. And there will be instances where you don't see eye to eye. That is a hundred percent going to happen, but they do take work. They take work as you are seeing now, you know, if you think it's going to end, if there's a reason that it could potentially end, then you just have to work through that. You have to find a way to make it work. And that's what it's really about is finding a way to make it last longer than the summer and to make it turn into just normal love instead of summer love. Next up, we have the way we feel before going on a date, like for the first time with that certain person. So I DM'd this person too and was like, well, I can't speak for everybody about how they feel when they are going on a date for the first time. But I can tell you my own instance. And I think he DM'd me as well his idea of it too. So I will share his after I share mine. So going on a first date, it really depends on the person. Again, like not every first date is created equal. Like I'm not going to lie. So if I feel like the guy is really, really attractive, that is going to make me a little bit more nervous than say someone I feel like is on I don't want to say my level because like, again, that just makes me feel like I don't think highly of myself and I'm not over here like, you know, Beyonce or anything, but there's definitely a more attractive scale that causes a little bit more anxiety and like nervousness than like someone who still looks good, but, you know, isn't as intimidating. I guess that's a good way to say. So really for me, that is what causes the most kind of like anxiety before a first date because when you haven't met them yet, that's really all you can go on. I mean, unless you already met them in person and still it might have been a brief encounter or most of the time you're meeting on a dating app, which is 99% all about like the physical aspect is like, do you think I'm attractive? Yes or no? swipe right or left. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is what makes me the most nervous. It's not like going 
the thought of going and having a conversation with somebody because I am the type of person that I love meeting new people. I love hearing their story. I I mean, it's just a part of me. Like I love that aspect. I love it so much that I sell wedding gowns. So I get to hear about people's life and their love story. And I love every minute of it. I love every story I hear. So going on a date with somebody is very similar to me because I get to hear about, you know, who they are, like their details about themselves, their story, what they're doing now, what they plan to do. Like, I love that. Even if it doesn't work out, like I love just meeting new people. I love hearing about other people's perspectives and other people's lives and how they're living. And so, you know, no date is a waste to me. Like I have no regrets on any dates I go on. You live and you learn. You guys should be the same way too. I mean, I think, like I said, everybody has a different experience. Like some people might be more afraid to have the conversation rather than the attractiveness. And I know too that some people are intimidated because nowadays you have to worry about catfishes, which I've definitely talked about in other episodes, how to avoid that. So I'm never like too concerned I'm going to get catfish. It's more so like, wow, I think this guy is really attractive. Um, I hope I don't say anything weird. But then again, like I just say weird things. So I'm also the type of person that's like, even if I said something weird, like if he can't handle it, then he probably shouldn't go on any more dates with me. So I'm never really super, super stressed. I'm more so like excited. I'm like, oh, I get to meet a new person. Like this is going to be fun. I don't like drinking like dates. I know why guys initially want to go out for a drink because it's easier than going out for like a full meal or doing something different. But I've said it before. I don't like drinking dates. So I'll do it because I feel like it's just what they prefer. And like I said, I understand why they do it, but it's not my cup of tea. So yeah, I mean, it's, it is nerve wracking. I feel like to anyone, there's some element to it that is a little bit, makes you a little anxious, makes you a little nervous. But I think that's a good thing. I mean, I used to be a dancer, hence why I like doing the dance competition events now. But that like, right before you go on stage where you just want to like poop your pants, like some people get like that <laughs> with dating. Like it's it's this like weird feeling. It's like makes you feel really, really nervous. But then like once you get there and once you're comfortable, it's like, oh, just like once you get on stage and it's happening, you don't have those feelings anymore. And after you get off stage and after you get off of like the date or like, you know, whatever you're doing, then most of the time you feel like, oh, yeah, like that was nothing. It was so like good or, you know, that probably wasn't the best, but I learned something from it. So you don't have those same feelings after. Initially, I think it's can be a little intimidating for sure. But like I said, most of the time for me, it's more of a visual thing rather than like the conversation. But I know that a lot of other people might be more concerned about the conversation rather than the visual part. So and now his response was the way I feel before going on a date. 
I like to make sure I'm in control of the situation. I take a really good shower, dress accordingly to the place of the date. On my way there, I daydream of what could happen, what she might be wearing, check her Instagram if available, get goosebumps right before I see her. And at the end, knowing all my expectations weren't close to the reality. So I was going to say, first things first, daydreaming about what can happen and what she might be wearing. That sounds so cute. I would normally do the same thing, but that is a surefire way to get your hopes up. Like granted, don't get me wrong. Some people might exceed your expectations and you might be pleasantly surprised, but it sounds like that's not happening. As you said, knowing all my expectations weren't close to the reality. So, I mean, I think another thing too is being having to be so in control of the situation. I think you need to be more go with the flow. Just set the date and the time, make sure she's going to show up and just let it flow. Let it see where it goes. Like I've gone on dates where, you know, we've gone to do one thing, but then we've had such a good time. We'll go and just spontaneously do something else. And that could happen to you too. But like, I would never assume that that's going to happen. Like I don't go to a date and be like, oh, we're going for drinks, but who knows? We might end up walking through the park watching the Christmas lights. I mean like – and that has happened, but I don't go into it thinking that that's going to happen unless the date is literally going to get drinks and then walking through the park looking at Christmas lights. So I think if you let go – a little bit of the need to be in control. Like I said, like still plan the date, still, you know, do little things like that, but don't need to be in control of everything so much that you're daydreaming of what might happen and what she might wear. Checking her Instagram. I don't think that's a horrible thing because honestly, like if she posted something like her in her date outfit, seeing her before you get there, that might help ease your nerves a little bit because you know what she looks like and you know how dressed up she is and what she's wearing. So that might help ease your nerves a little bit. Um, the goosebumps right before I don't like that's, that's cute too. I would say I get more of like anxious rather than like goosebumps, but to each their own. So I would say for you, the real thing is just let go of the control, like let go of the need to try to control everything and just kind of go with the flow, see what happens. Worst comes to worst. It doesn't work out. You go on another date and you start the whole thing over. And I know some people don't like having to date a lot because they don't like taking the time to get to know a bunch of people. Whereas I'm the opposite and I just like love learning about people. So I can't really relate that much. But I know that there are some people out there who don't like the whole having to, you know, get to know someone new. But the more you go on dates, the more you realize what you want, the more you learn from relationships and like dating and just other people. And then the more you realize when something good comes along, like that, that is what you want. So, you know, kind of let your guard down a little bit because you can just go in knowing that everything is a learning experience. And I know you're thinking and hoping for the best in this. And I don't want you to assume the worst either, though, 
because sometimes assuming the worst can also ruin something really good. So like just be kind of neutral. Like I said, go with the flow. I think that's the best way to be. It's okay to be a little bit nervous. That's totally normal. Um, but just don't let it take you into fantasy land. I am totally guilty of doing this myself back in the day until it was hammered into my head to just go with the flow. And I like to think one of my BFFs for that. So yeah, I hope that was beneficial feedback. And for the last little segment here that we got, he said, first date question, do girls really not want the last mozzarella stick or are they lying? Okay. I'm not saying I hate mozzarella sticks. They're not my appetizer of choice. Now, if it comes down to the last one, thank you, Toto. Um, I don't want to look like <laughs> I'm eating all of the mozzarella sticks. Come here. So I might... Toto's just on another level right now. Okay, mozzarella sticks. There's only one left. The polite thing to do, and the reason why they probably don't want to act like they want the last mozzarella stick. They probably do. Or they might not, but most of the time they probably do. But we don't want to look like we're eating all the mozzarella sticks. We're on a date with you, so we also want to be, you know, respectful so either, you know, if I did want the mozzarella stick really bad and I want to be considerate, I'd say, let's split the last one. I think that's a really safe bet. If I wasn't like that hungry, like I got my fill of mozzarella sticks, I'd be like, look, you can, you can have the last one. It's for you. It's for you, babe. I don't really say babe. So it's really weird for me to like say that and hear the word come out of my mouth. But that I think is the real secret. So ladies, if you want that last mozzarella stick, you want the whole thing, then just ask him, be like, Hey, like, is it okay if I eat the last one? What if he says no, you either split it or you just give it to him. And if he says no, I'm sure you probably won't be going on another date with him after that, because that's kind of rude <laughs> to just be like, no, I want the last mozzarella stick. Because I'm sure if you said that, and he wanted the mozzarella stick too, you guys could just split it. Like I don't see any issues and you guys just splitting it and then both people get what they want. So like I said, I'm not a huge mozzarella stick girl, but this can kind of go with anything, obviously. Like if you're on a date, it's the last little piece of your appetizer left or last little piece of whatever you guys are sharing assess how you feel about the situation. If you want the whole thing, just ask. If he's like, you know, I do kind of want a little bit of it, then split it in half. And then if you're not really that hungry, give it to him. He might still be like, no, it's okay. You take it. And if you want to eat it, then you eat it. Like, like I said, I can't see a guy being like, no, I want it. And then like just eating it with no regards to your feelings or anything like that. So yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to eat. Like I have known some girls too that will look up where they're going on a date. Look at the menu so they can already like rehearse what they're going to order. And like if it's somewhere I've never been before, 
I will look at the menu just to see like what's up, but I'm not going to be like, okay, I am going to order the salad and then I will proceed to order the chicken. And then, you know, if he wants to do dessert, we will do the fudge brownie. Like, no, like, I'm just like, okay, they have this type of food. So then when I show up, you know, getting a little, you know, looking through, deciding what I want and then just ordering, like, I'm not saying like, break this guy's bank account and order like an appetizer, an entree, like the most expensive thing. Cause that's just also like not considerate and not nice either to do. But if he's like, Hey, do you want to get an appetizer? And you do then get it. Like talk about what kind of appetizer you guys want to share. Like just be honest, be like genuine, be yourself. Like at the end of the day, like be considerate and kind and be yourself. If you're not considerate and kind, you should probably be. It's not a bad thing to be. So it's not going to hurt you. But yeah, just share. When in doubt, share it out. So that is all I have for feedback from you guys. I'm going to wrap this up, do a little final thought, and then we'll end this episode. Like I said before, this week's episode is a little bit more shorter and sweet since there wasn't like any super long stories to tell um, with a lot of feedback from you guys. Um, But really, you know, ultimately, just be genuine, be yourself, be kind. And like I said, if you're not kind, work on that. Work on being kinder. We all can work on being kinder more kind, kinder, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you want to be your genuine self because you want to meet someone who enjoys being with your genuine self, not somebody that enjoys being with the person that you're putting on this persona. You want to be yourself. So when you find someone, you know that they like you for who you are because you haven't put on this show. You haven't you know, try to portray yourself in this different light than how you actually are, you'll know that someone likes you for you. And try not to like daydream too much. I am very guilty, like I said, of doing this. I did it a lot years ago, but I've kind of tried to shy away from that because I know that it can lead to very unrealistic expectations. I'm not saying that your future can't be what you're daydreaming about. But the more stress that you put on yourself and others to live up to these expectations, to live up to these fantasies that you're creating in your mind, just sets you up for disappointment most of the time. Like I said, like I don't want anyone to turn very negative and expect the worst because you can also get stuck in that mindset and ruin a lot of good things because you're afraid of them ending or, you know, it's too good to be true. And that's not the case either. It's like, you're like, what if this doesn't work out? But what if it does work out? So it's a fine line. Don't over fantasize about it, but don't also get super negative and prepare yourself for the worst because the worst might not come. But if you are so negative thinking about the worst, then it probably will end up happening because you're self-sabotaging it. So go with the flow, you know, try to find 
aspects in people that you value, kind of like I talked about with the compassion thing. Like I, the second I go on a date with somebody and they are like super rude or, you know, something that I'm not looking for. Granted, I know nobody's perfect, but you can definitely tell if someone is going to act a certain way towards you and that that's part of like who they are that doesn't, you know, mesh well with who you are as a person. And that's totally fine. Like you can't change people. People can change, but you cannot change people because you cannot force them to do anything. They have to change on their own with their own well-being. You can be an inspiration for somebody to change, but you cannot change anyone, not a single person in this world. You can be their inspiration. You can be their motivation, but you cannot change them. You can not expect people to change either because it's going to be on their time when they want to do it, if they even want to. You have to be comfortable being with the version of the person that you meet, that you get to know. So keep that in mind. Like I said, you know, just try to make sure that you have the same like core morals and aspects that you want in a person that you're compatible in those ways. And yeah, like it'll work out how it's supposed to. I believe in that. I believe everything happens for a reason. I'm not telling you to believe that because again, I can't control you, but it does make things easier in life knowing that it will work out the way it's supposed to. Bad times won't last forever. Everything's leading you to where you're supposed to be in this life. I mean, if you really think about it, like look at, (laughs) I want to say look at where you were a year ago, but a lot of us were, you know, about to get locked up in quarantine. But think about like even two years back. I guarantee you, you are different in a decent amount of ways than you were two years ago. You were in a place that you didn't expect that you would be because yeah, we can fantasize till we're like, you know, sleeping our life away, just constantly dreaming, but we still will never know what happens until we just get to that point and we live that point in our life. And that's what makes life exciting. It makes it scary, but it's what makes it exciting. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's to go out there and take chances because you never know what is going to happen. Let people in, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and be vulnerable because a lot of times that will lead you to the best things. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's an uncertain outcome, but that is what leads to some of the greatest things. And I'm sure if you look back and you look hard enough, some of the best things that you've been through were unexpected or because you took a risk and put yourself out there. So, you know, make sure it's a good risk. Like you do need to think about it somewhat, but not everything has to be hyper analyzed. You don't have to be in control of every situation. Just live your life and live your life in the best way possible, being the best version of yourself for you and for other people. And pleasant, awesome things will happen to you. 
yeah, some hardships might come about some difficult times, but they don't last forever and they make you appreciate the good times when they come along. So I'm gonna get off my soapbox and I hope you guys had a great thirsty Thursday. I'm sorry this episode's coming out a little bit late, but better late than never. And I will see you guys in two weeks.